0: episode 15 oh yeah this is the cancer sisters podcast i'm nicole and i'm amanda and welcome to an ounce of prevention
1: we're gonna talk nutrition today and it's a big deal and this is a huge topic that could take a long long time we are gonna do our best to keep it simple and give some some you know like tips and tricks, mm-hmm. I had to say that slowly, Yes. <laughs> um, for you guys to take away. And us as well. And us, but for anything that we can use in our lives that just helps with things like inflammation and, you know, there are studies that talk about nutrition that prevent cancer or help.
0: Decrease your risk at the very least. Uh,
1: yeah, help decrease, decrease the risk.
0: We have a special guest today, but first we're going to start with our update yeah Take so away, Amanda yeah I
1: saw my surgeon this morning
0: your foot surgeon my foot
1: surgeon I have been put back in a boot for four weeks but I'm allowed to walk and just slowly work into walking in it it's a lighter uh, shorter boot yeah which is nice it is yeah that's nice so my hips won't hurt so much yeah very good and uh, I can ditch the crutches when I'm ready And then after that, I'll probably go into one of those really attractive shoes.
0: Walking shoe. But that's not for a month.
1: That's not for a month. So over the next month, I just get to slowly start walking again in a boot.
0: And in case anyone missed your Instagram post, what else about this month?
1: Oh, yeah. I almost forgot to say that. How could you? I have the next four weeks off chemo. It's so stinking exciting. Um, I'm doing well, and this will give me the best chance to heal. So um that's a scoop it's I played the lottery when I got that news also and I didn't win but well nobody won yet I didn't win yet <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna keep the good luck going
0: I don't have too much of an update except to say uh, Trent has named the little cough I have kennel cough I thought that was <laughs> nice um, so kind. I've become a person who carries hauls and lifesavers in her purse. So now I'm a woman with purse candy. <laughs> <laughs> I think
1: mean, that's and and Kleenex usually, but your daughter Kleenex, stole it.
0: Down with the Kleenex. So and my hot tub folliculitis
1: is going away.
0: Is on its way out. Folliculol. Uh. Folliculolitis.
1: Folliculohoney ho Honey Heide,
0: honey ho So. That's um, Pee Herman for you, young people.
1: Explain your cough, because you know we haven't really talked about it. Oh, I don't.
0: I don't really know. When I talked to the pulmonologist, she asked if I ever had asthma or had been diagnosed with asthma, and this is definitely a post-surgery thing. So no to asthma. We talked about post-nasal drip and using FloNase and an antihistamine, and you know I we. We are kind of runny-nosed people. Yes. Sorry, friends. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, not asthma. So this is a post-surgery thing. It's uh, really humid days, whether it's hot or cold, I find.
1: Mm-hmm. And. Like my, today. Like today. Cooler but humid.
0: And my own theory is that the humidity um, kind of kicks up any allergens, and that gives me a little bit of a cough, especially first thing in the morning. So, yeah. Um, and sometimes late at night and sometimes when I sing. So we'll see if I can come up with an appropriate You're going to
1: sing today because you didn't on episode 14. <laughs> I know.
0: Don't want to let down the fans. All right. So All right. Episode we're gonna,
1: 15. We're going to bring in our guests. Here we go. Whoop whoop. Okay. So our guest is here and you guys already know and love her, but it's Jackie and she is a health coach and she will tell you about her. Uh, point of view today, but we are going to talk health and specifically dive in a little deeper on nutrition.
2: Yeah. How, how do we nourish ourselves? It's, yes. It's become very important whether we want to um, just support our immune system or for prevention. And a great way to begin is really talking about pillars of health. Yeah. And what what
1: are, what are they? Right. And I think everybody knows. What's one, Nicole?
2: exercise okay well that deserves yes applause for bringing that up first. you You know if you were to ask me is there one thing i can do that will have a profound effect in a positive way on my and every aspect of my life i would say yes get up and move move your body movement is movement helps reduce stress movement helps improve sleep and movement is like for those people who are interested in reducing weight, exercise is like turbocharging your effort. Mm-hmm. So, um, for all those reasons and and clarity and mindfulness, yes, I, I I'm glad you brought that up too. <laughs> <Yeah. now>. Woohoo! <laughs>
1: Okay, and you can tell us what the other ones are. Maybe a little description for everybody.
2: Sure. The other ones are are the ones I just mentioned, actually. So, reducing stress. um, How do you approach stress? You know, we've talked about this. Stress Mm -hmm. is neither good nor bad. It's simply energy that is looking for a positive place to land, to get out of your body and a positive (laughs) (laughs) distraction. Yeah. Right?
1: Not good or bad. I mean, that's such a good... We brought it up last time, but it is. Yeah, right. you
2: know, look, um, go on vacation, yay! Absolutely. Oh my you. god, but now That's I have to stressful. plan it. Yeah. And I have to pack. <laughs> I have to get myself to the airport. Oh my I god, a what a spray tan! I need a pedicure. I <laughs> you know, no, didn't get to get my pedicure this, done on time. Yeah, all I mean, the things. And 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 people will stress over different things. It doesn't mean one stress is better or worse than another. It's. How do we individually look at it? And, you know, where is stress landing on your body? And as, as so this could be a, an entire topic. Of we course. Just, yeah. Yeah. So that's another pillar. So we have exercise, we have stress, and then the big one, sleep health. Oh. You know what they say, good sleep, good health, poor sleep, poor health. So we Mm -hmm. obviously, and then, so when I'm working with someone, I always look at quantity and quality of sleep, you know, Mm -hmm. saying I laid in bed for eight hours, great, but how many hours were your eyes actually closed and the phone not in your face? Right. Right? And so um, good health requires good sleep. And so there's, a, again, that's a whole topic. There are many mm-hmm. things we can do to improve the quality of our sleep, um, like a cool room. Oh, yeah. And i got to tell you, good sleep is hard to come by. Yeah. It is. it is, especially the older we get. Yes. <laughs> and I'm older <laughs> than you, so watch out. I can prepare <laughs> you for this. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Menopause, what sleep? No. <laughs> but, but it's okay. I mean, there are things that you can do. I yeah. mean, you're not always, like anything in life, mm-hmm. right? You're not always going to have the same experience every day. And that even involves sleep. We're not going to have the same quality of sleep every day. But what can you do? And how can you prepare yourself for a great night's sleep. That's a really fun discussion, which we can do another time if yeah, you like. Sure. So the most important one then is on how we nourish ourselves. It's more than just nutrition. Right. right? Yeah, and
1: the nutrition as a word I think to people is scary. I think their um, brains automatically shut off and they think diet, they think you know, depleting themselves and giving up things. And because if any time, think about any time you've had a nutrition talk, whether it be like in school or whatever, you know, like I took nutrition in college and it was fascinating. But we studied like all the nutrients in there and what they do in your body and how they react and stuff. So most people don't get to that level and don't have the understanding. You just get eat grains, you lay off the meat and drink water.
0: Or... Someone who calls you to confirm that your cholesterol is high and says, "Just make sure you eat a low-fat diet."
1: Oh, you wanted to smack her through the phone.
0: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> right. How? First of all, I I know about nutrition, and that was not helpful advice. No. Secondly, that was the entirety of the of the advice. Yeah. And it, who
2: was this person? It, oh, it was, was somebody
0: in my doctor's office. I don't. I don't oh, know person. what. I don't know what her title is, but to call with the results instead of my doctor calling with the results, this is the person who calls. So at best, let's say it was a nurse. Well, thank you for telling me absolutely nothing.
2: Right. It's amazing. And I'm so sorry you had that experience because that person, if if that person simply had said, you know, would you like information about working with a registered dietitian or sort of, you know, a, a certified nutritionist. So, I'm going to pause, just point of reference. I am not here as a registered dietitian, which I'm not, or a certified nutritionist, which I'm not. I am a licensed health coach, certified health coach. And we're talking about how nutrition can support one's health Mm -hmm. and and be a great avenue for prevention. So I just want to make sure. It's not how many calories are you eating every day.
1: And, right. You know, oh, how many micro function. and macro, you know, right. what
2: macronutrients, how much protein should I be eating? Those are great questions for registered dietitians and yes. nutritionists. And I advise anyone to, you know, have a consultation. And also it's I great. will
1: say like that is something <laughs> that's available to me through the um, cancer center where I get my treatments and see my doctor. It's like an all-in-one I'm sure, like, I don't know how your system does it, but you might have to ask. I don't know if they've given you those services, but I'm sure you can find your way to it. So anyone going through treatment usually can or, like, Stewart's Caring Place. Um, Well, that's... There are resources.
0: During treatment. During treatment. They offer nutrition services since chemotherapy and radiation, of course, affect your... You know it could cause nausea or stomach pain, especially since we were radiated mm-hmm. from below um you know so they they want to work with them. but you know the typical person's experience, and again, this is my own experience, but the typical person's experience our doctors know so little about nutrition right I don't know why they don't offer like just like you said, why not offer the to connect to a registered
2: dietitian? Yeah, it's a it's a mystery and I I, I do. I, I sympathize with everyone. I I think I mentioned last time my dad has pancreatic cancer. One of the first things I said to him is dad, work with a registered dietitian whose expertise is cancer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And whether it's colorectal cancer or pancreatic cancer, breast cancer, you know, have someone with that specialty. It's just yeah. great additional advice. But I don't you know it's it is crazy. Doctors, at least how it used to be, I think maximum, they only had 25 hours of nutrition My semester-long
1: nutrition class mm-hmm. was more than that. Right. Most <laughs> I was there are. three days a week. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And so I think what's happening now is there's such a, an awareness, right? Yeah. I always say you cannot change what you're not aware of. So the first step when we look at how we nourish ourselves is just, you know, is what you're eating working for you? Let's increase the awareness, right? You know, what What are some of the choices you're making? And how can we up-level? It's not about... And Amanda, I love that you brought that up. It's not about eliminating, cutting out, never yeah. having. It's how can we take what we're eating and just up-level it a little bit and increase what we call the nutrient density of mm-hmm. our meals. Mm-hmm. So... what what's If you were to
0: start with one universal piece of advice that's and and not as a dietitian but as a health coach one universal piece what would be what would be your would your go-to would it be
2: would it be water would it be certain vegetables would it be um great question and I'm, I'm really thinking about that because I don't know that it could be one or another. I don't know that they're mutually exclusive. But if I were going to start with a, someone new, right, and mm-hmm. and I would work with what is a healthy plate, simply setting up your meal plates could be a wonderful start. And most people are unaware of, you know, that doing something that simple could really have a positive effect on how you feel and how you nourish yourself. Yeah. May I give an example? Yes.
1: Dig into that because that would make sense to a lot of
2: people. So dinner plates are huge. Yes. Okay. One thing you everyone can do is go from a dinner plate to their smaller plate. Some people call them a salad plate. Some people call them a lunch plate. I mm-hmm. call it a small plate. Yeah, I <laughs> <Yes>. do too. <laughs> okay. First of all, visually, the amount of food that you put on a smaller plate, okay, when you take that same amount and put it on a big plate, it looks like there's not that much. Yeah. When you put it on a smaller plate, it just looks like there's more food. And visually and with your brain, it's like, ah, I'm going to be satisfied with that because it yes. filled the plate. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So just changing plate size makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Secondly is one of the things that we go through is what is a healthy plate? So you want to have... You know, protein, you want your whole grains, and you want your fruits and vegetables. Real simple way. Pretend this is a plate. Your plate. I'm gonna divide my plate in half. On one side, I'm gonna load it with non starchy vegetables. So what are your favorite non starchy vegetables?
1: Green beans, especially fresh fresh green beans.
2: Okay. Love green beans. Yeah. What else? Well I'm eating a Asparagus, (laughs) asparagus, broccoli, (laughs)
0: cauliflower. We uh, we do a lot of roasted cauliflower, but we've grown yellow squash, so I know that's.
1: Oh yeah, squash and zucchini (laughs) sautéed. Oh,
2: I made a lasagna without noodles using zucchini as the noodle. Oh, cool! Phenomenal! I have to.
1: Well, I I mean, I had some for you. I'm gonna send you home with some tomatoes (laughs) if you want.
2: i, That's what I every, love it oh we're also
0: eating a lot of tomatoes everybody's, right everybody's
2: garden <laughs> right now is you know, i know i king busters with tomatoes I, I couldn't do the gardening this year but uh, uh yeah so i i i welcome all tomatoes okay. <laughs> i love that and That's then so, i'll cook something for you for next time right on. um but anyhow so non-starchy vegetables spinach mushrooms onions and some garlic and roast that um, trample peppers, yes, yeah, Oh, pepper. yeah. There's so many, you know, any kale, uh, Swiss chard, collard grains, they're so healthy. For I can you. eat so much if I grill it. I mean, grilled
1: vegetables to me are so dang good,
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, just don't do
2: it often. It's no. the only way I could eat cauliflower, yeah, grilled right. cauliflower, well, and I make a great like cauliflower steak soup steak from or that, soup, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, It's you all know, about the garlic, really. It's <laughs> so true. So, uh, I almost over garliced my house. I mean, it was. I, I put so much garlic in something. And it stays for like was, three days <laughs> in like, your house. I know. I, I really can't even smell it anymore. I'm like, what garlic? And like, enough with the garlic. So then comes
1: home and he smacks him in the face.
2: <laughs> so, yeah, you know, th- th- when usually, okay. Tell me how right now, when you go to put food on a plate, just describe from a portion perspective your meats or protein ratio to vegetables and whole grains. What would it look like? Would it look like half a plate of protein, like a scoop of vegetables and a scoop of grains? Typically how like yeah. how I'm eating right now? Mm-hmm. Um,
0: probably. Okay. Trying to think what I had. Well, I yesterday for dinner I ate. That's what someone prepared for me. Um, for lunch I had.
1: Yeah.
0: I had light and fit yogurt and a handful of nuts because that's what I felt like eating. That's but fair. um, I but eat the same thing for breakfast because you knew
1: it was an enough nutrition. Like if you were gonna have a have a girl dinner or you know. Nuts are great. That phrase is going around, right?
2: Um, Most people have their biggest portion is their protein. They'll have a steak or they'll have a big piece of salmon or a big piece of chicken Mm -hmm. or maybe two, right? And their smallest portion tends to be vegetables. We want to flip the script on that. Mm -hmm. So when we look at setting up that smaller dinner plate, just divide it in half. And have as many non starchy vegetables as you want. And you can have, it doesn't have to be just green beans. It can be green beans and mushrooms with some yeah. grilled onions. It just, For sure, grilled onions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So there you go. I guess I'm hungry. Oh, you <laughs> know what? It's lunchtime. Have, have you ever tried grilling your, or sauteing the onions, making uh, a sauteed onions with dark chocolate balsamic vinegar? No. Ladies, no. let me tell you, I will bring some for I you. I didn't even know that
0: existed. Neither I didn't did either I. until
2: I went to this really great olive oil balsamic vinegar store in Chagrin Falls called the Olive Seed. But I know they have oh, yeah. others, yeah? Okay. There is one around here. They introduced that to me, and I'm telling you, wow. I find any excuse to put dark chocolate. Dark balsamic chocolate balsamic vinegar. vinegar.
1: These are Life not- Will never be the okay. same. <laughs> sounds amazing, and I'll tell you what I did because uh, my friend brought me the most amazing steak, and I was like really craving it. In one of those giant grilled baked potatoes with salt all around it. That's a good friend. And then yeah, roasted cauliflower and forget what the other vegetable was. I think it was broccoli, and I did overeat the potato because that is absolutely one of my favorite things Mm -hmm. right especially the way it's done from a restaurant but I cut the steak in half and I actually could have cut it in thirds but I had and I did save some of everything to eat again absolutely but man I was so satisfied and I felt better
2: yeah you know uh, and and (laughs) I want to make sure I'm finishing one thought before. Yes, we... I'm sorry. No, no, I, I, I love eat. what you just said. But, you know, <laughs> a potato. People are like, I oh, can't eat a potato. Let me tell you something. If it was, if it, if you are looking at food that was provided by Mother Earth, right, mm-hmm. grown in the ground, came from a tree, came from an animal, whether it's land or sea, you're good to go. That is a whole food. Yes. it's the things that come in. Boxes and bags and
1: underline whole foods.
2: Whole foods. <laughs> so let's finish the healthy plate. Yeah. The thing about this is if you look at your hand, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That is the palm. That's yep. a serving size of protein. That's about four ounces. Right? Which that's enough. That
1: is a lot. That
2: is a lot. Or even maybe
1: five. Four, yeah. Could even be Could, five. Or, yeah.
2: So so everyone's hand is different yeah <laughs> so um and that's Mine. okay you know this as a guide. everyone just looked at their phone <laughs> yeah it's as a guy same thing so tell me your favorite whole grain let's talk whole grains for a minute most people go what's a whole grain do you know favorite what whole-, whole grain mm-hmm. um
0: i don't i don't do a ton of grains but if i do um they the Uncle Ben's long grain and wild rice, which comes with a lot of sodium, but <laughs> <laughs> I I love this. I
2: like it, but I already know. But I already pastas. know.
0: Um, I do have red lentils sitting yeah. in my pantry and a soup to try, so I'm I'm already trying to make the switch. Um, but I like to do sometimes a chickpea pasta, or
2: to you know to swap that out or the pasta that's. Yeah. Um, I love that you the just said that. What's what we want to focus on? How to swap out. We want to exchange foods that are, again, that two sides. We want foods that support our immune system and our health, not deplete it. And by choosing a vegetable-based pasta, um, you're making a healthy choice and increasing the nutrient density. How much nutrients can yep. be packed into what you're eating. Nicole's
1: <laughs> actually really good at creating recipes.
2: Yay! Well, you're
0: giving me a little too much credit. Well, um, I know that
1: you use recipes about
0: recipes about
1: <laughs> making a good meal from said recipes. Thank you. You're very good in the kitchen.
2: So may I share a little bit about whole grains? Absolutely, please. Okay, favorite whole
1: grains. Um, I don't really eat eat them. I don't like. I do. If I do anything, it is um like bas- basmati rice. Okay. Or jasmine.
2: Yeah. I don't do brown rice. I... Brown rice is the whole grain. I know, and it's it's the white rice with the you know the outer layer. But again, there's still benefits in rice. Rice comes from the earth, yes. <laughs> so we we're not gonna we're not gonna you know uh, go shame <laughs> the grain. Don't shame the grain. <laughs> <laughs> but things like pharaoh. Have you ever had farro? No. I've eaten it. I've never prepared it. It is, you know, it's amazing. A lot of people think these a are.
0: A like nutty texture. Yeah, <laughs> it is
2: fabulous. So it's a two to one ratio. I always tell people follow the instructions, but it's just like quinoa. Um, two cups of water, one cup of the grains. You want to rinse the grain. Make sure you're just like you do with lentils as an example. Mm-hmm. And put it in, let it come to a boil, simmer, fluff with a fork. You're good to go. Um, but it does. It has a lot of it. It it has the consistency of like rice, but it has this lovely umami, deep, nutty flavor that can go with anything. You know.
0: Do you make barley also? Oh, I I've love wanted barley. to try that, yeah. but I've not tried that yeah. before.
2: So I just made a um, an amazing minestrone soup that came from Dan Bootner's uh uh the blue zones oh i'm on the dan bootner train oh there you go I just, i've been all about it i just watched his special on netflix right so did i it and I, you. I i was going to bring that book but i brought it last time yes. so it is amazing so the the recipe and it calls for um barley pearl barley so i get like Pearl Dantley, but it's <laughs> Pearl Barley. Um, anyhow, yes, so that is a grain. And why are grains good for us is because of the fiber. Now, for people who are, you know, I just want to make sure, grains do have carbohydrates in them. It is all about, you know, increasing your, it's, it's about insulin production, right? Yes. So, but the difference between a whole grain and you know, white pasta as an example. They're both carbohydrates. It's that white pasta will bounce your insulin, bounce your blood glucose like it's on a trampoline. Mm-hmm. Whereas a whole grain is gonna elevate it and then it stabilizes. So I, I wanna make sure people understand we're not saying that by choosing a whole grain you're limiting your carbs. You're just limiting the effect of the carbohydrates.
0: Swapping it out for something that will this is not a, only
1: nourish your body but keep you fuller longer. Absolutely, and it keeps your. And the important important thing is that with it fiber, it keeps your blood sugar more steady. Yes, and that's huge for someone that is working on their health, or they were told they're pre diabetic, and we're not going to get into that diabetic because that's. A whole See a nutritionist.
0: <laughs> that's the one thing I can mm-hmm. say I don't have. You know when they run down the, all those medical yes. questions before every appointment? Yes. Well, I don't have any falls and I don't have diabetes. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> no diabetes do you have short here. you shortness of breath? Yes, that's because yeah. I lost part of my lung. One,
2: yeah. <laughs> one of the things that we do um, as a diabetes prevention provider is work with people on understanding again. Just ask yourself this question every day at every meal. What can I do to up-level this? How can I make this a little healthier? So instead of buying, as an example, Uncle Ben's, mm-hmm. next time you have your favorite meal and you want a rice type, either choose farro or quinoa and experience it. The mm-hmm. worst that will happen is you say, eh, it's all right, not my favorite. I like to but, try
1: farro. I like, you know, you I know,
0: like quinoa. I do like quinoa, especially if I do roasted percent
2: onions well there but the, the quinoa the, the thing about quinoa that i find and, and can be really helpful especially those people who are trying to increase again i call it plant-based forward it doesn't mean you can never eat meat or chicken or fish right. but have it plant-based forward is that quinoa contains all nine amino acids so it's also a great protein source so make roasted vegetables put it on a you know, in a bowl with some quinoa and that's, that's Amazing. a complete meal Yeah, and great for like a lunch. If you want something a little lighter, that's a great point too, about the yeah. amino
0: acids in it. Mm-hmm. Since we are talking about whole grains, can we talk, can we make the connection there to um, prevention specifically for colorectal
2: cancer? Cause I know you've done some research on that. Yes. As I have my notes right in front of me. So, you know, again, when we look at any type of prevention for health, Okay what are we looking for? Did you spill it again? I did. (laughs) All right, we're calling it out. Sorry, because I I know you're going to answer this question.
1: But Nicole not only spilled my entire coffee, which I was, you know, it's fall, man. I was enjoying I.
2: I'm bringing you a dribble cup next time, okay? That's
1: it. She she made me a fistic in one of my lidded cups, and then the lid wasn't on all the way, so it dripped on me. She's already had to replace her pants, and I had to replace my shirt.
0: No, I'm just dripping my and now tea. And you're just dripping your, your tea no. on my pants. But isn't it great? We can all laugh at this. <laughs> I appreciate it. I've I mean, been doing my laundry. There was a point, for sure, there was a point at work um, where they started to write on the whiteboard, you know, like, like it was a an industrial space it was a workplace Instead of a workplace injury countdown, you know, so many days since a workplace injury. It was so many
1: days since I spilled food at Okay, I'm just going to step
2: back. I have my cup of tea over yeah. here. I promise not to yeah. touch
1: anything. I notice I trust Jackie with open liquid next to my computer.
2: So far. So far. There are no guarantees, guarantees here. Okay. All right. So, so if we, we redirect. If we Back, back to, to the question. I'm far. sorry. I just had to roast you a little. You know, when we talk about Prevention for colorectal cancer, I, I'm going to broaden it. And it, it, it's just great prevention for disease. So if we yes. can expand that. Mm-hmm. Um, we're talking about, first of all, uh, you know, when we say vegan or vegetarianism, there are different types. People will call it something different. So for your audience, I thought I would just kind of break it down. So, yep. ve- you know, we have vegetarian. There's something called semi-vegetarian, which includes meat and fish infrequently. Now I read this and go, what is infrequently? Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But it's just, yeah, again, it's more plant-based forward. Um, the portion of your protein is going to be smaller than your vegetables, your animal protein, your animal protein, not tofu. Right. Exactly. Um, there's something called a pescatarian. Any guess? Fish. Well, fish. there you go fishy fish but no meat and there's lacto ovo vegetarian which is dairy, dairy and, and eggs. eggs yes yes you know uh, people who are vegan um and such as m- my brother-in-law will say i don't eat anything that has a mother <laughs> right because eggs people sometimes will say well eggs are okay and they are For some people, but for some people, they won't. So, you know, just kind of like everyone has the right to make their own choices and decide and define for themselves, but those are just general things. Do you throw Mother Earth back at your brother in law? (laughs) I do, I do. We always talk about Mother Earth. But it's Mother Earth. The Earth has a mother. (laughs) (laughs) Where do you think that uh, squash came from? Mother Earth! Alright, so let's talk about things for prevention. First of all, a rainbow plate. So we were just talking about a healthy plate where half of it is non-starchy vegetables, a quarter of it is protein, a quarter of it is whole grains. Mm -hmm. So when Mm -hmm. you look at your plate, you want to make sure there's twice as many vegetables as anything else on your plate. Um, But we also want to make sure there's a rainbow of vegetables. And so things like Uh, eggplants that are purple, or blueberries in a salad, or blackberries. Things that are red, such as... Raspberries or tomatoes. Or... Red peppers. That's (laughs) it. Red peppers. There's a lot of things. Dragon fruit. Have you ever had dragon fruit? I have. It's pretty amazing. Um, Again, yellow peppers. There's squash. There's zucchini. So if you look at the plate and it's pretty much brown, you know, meat or... Beige potatoes. That's a clue. (laughs) You want to pop pop a color, as they say. A tan plate. A tan plate. A tan plate, right? It is so true. Which is
1: totally fine, and I'm not giving that up. However.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Another thing for prevention that they recommend um, is, and I'm trying to get this source. So this is from the American Cancer Society. Mm -hmm. You know, you want high... um, meals that are high in nuts and fruits vegetables and fiber now the thing with nuts if i may just say is yeah. everyone loves cashew most mm-hmm. people do yeah. the cashews are the highest in calories so again it's a choice i know we're not talking about weight loss at all and we don't need to but remember you know we want to be aware just increasing that awareness of what we're eating mm-hmm. i always advise people if if they can to try raw, unsalted nuts, you know? Yeah. And you want an afternoon snack? Grab some walnuts and almonds or macadamia nuts or pecans and go to town, have, have that with some figs. Figs are one of the best sources of fiber.
0: And they're a little bit sweet.
2: And they are sweet. Yeah. And so, you know, having maybe two or three figs, handful of walnuts or nut of choice, Great afternoon snack, great boost of energy, great source of fiber. Mm -hmm. Okay, so...
1: Yeah, I'm a big fan. I usually go, like, if I go Costco or Sam's Club, and I get the... But it's the big bag of diamond raw. And then what I'll do is take that in half because I roast the almonds with sea salt. There's a smart girl. (laughs) So sometimes I'm in the mood for raw almonds, and sometimes I want crispy, salty...
2: Almonds, but i do it myself and i love it so w- that is that is such again when we talk about what we can too. do to yes. up level that was a huge step in up leveling the, yeah. the the nutritional density because first of all when you roast and if you're going to cook with nuts throw them in a pan and just gently roast them first mm-hmm. it really brings out the oils and their flavors yeah. um and then the fact that you put your own sea salt on—what I love about that is you're controlling. You know exactly what oils. You know exactly the amount of sodium that you're using. It is by far a better option than a bag. And it takes
1: fifteen uh, minutes,
2: if that, right? If yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Or
1: twelve. Like well, really, it's, yeah, so you don't overdo them.
2: Even the lightly salted sometimes that you buy, or it's too much salt. Well, first mm-hmm. of all, again, when you buy things. and and I want to get back to this, but when you buy things like nuts that are salted, again, not not a bad thing, but if you're looking at, is there an opportunity to up-level to improve my health? I would say yes, because you don't know what oils they're using. I bet the oils they use are very high, are vegetable oils that are high in omega-6s, which increase inflammation, as opposed to omega-3s, which decrease inflammation so big big star difference. and underline right there yeah. yeah um you don't know how much sodium they're using you just know how it tastes but what you did amanda was you know you got the same outcome but a much healthier version so mm-hmm. star pupil yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good job. um let's talk water as oh, yeah. part of that mm-hmm. so how much water do you guys typically drink in
1: I'm still around a gallon. I mean, I came from the competitive world where I did 2 gallons and we've always Cheap joked that we're gallons. a thirsty people. Yeah. Like I always have to have a drink with me right. and I refuse to be de- dehydrated. And um that's one of the best things you can do
2: for yourself is to stay hydrated. Yes. Yeah. 64ish yeah. ounces. Yeah. Yeah, that's more. Yeah, happy get. That's great. Uh, you know what they re- they recommend. You know, <laughs> everybody uh, take a sip of whatever. Those whatever people. the is is a baseline of sixty four ounces. And so for those of us, those listeners who are not big water drinkers, you know. That's okay. Start with twenty-four ounces and build a consistency. You know, first you have to build awareness, then con- consistency. Mm-hmm. When you get to twenty-four, go to thirty-two, forty-eight, sixty-four.
0: Um and that's so, a really great point too, because there's you know, there's some people who just, you know, you'll you hear you see what they're drinking and you hear from them, oh I just can't stand water. Well, we we know there's all kinds of mixins. There's something simple like the true lemon or the true lime, which is really just very finely grated. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the Zest. word for it? Zest. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I didn't know about that. Um, one of my favorite things to do is I take a mason jar that's 32 ounces, and I put two green tea bags in it mm-hmm. and fill it up with my ice water, and I'll drink two of those a day or try to. I, I'm, I must... 48 to 64 ounce person. Yeah. But I've really built a consistency, and oh, can I tell on the days that I don't have yes. water? I feel like my tongue is stuck at the top mm-hmm. of my mouth. Um, but what but hydration is important not only for overall health, but also for our stress, you know, and we're not gonna dive into this too much, but people will say, "What? Well, how does water help stress? Well, When you're dehydrated, it affects brain function. People don't, you know, we're made up mostly of water. So um, when you're very dehydrated, and uh, women especially, we don't realize we're really dehydrated. But you ever look at your hand and you can see some of the lines? Mm -hmm. That's a good way of knowing if you're dehydrated or not.
1: And if you feel grumpy, like hangry has been Mm -hmm. coined, right? Usually, are you thirsty or are you hungry? Like those are the two things to check. Right. If you're irritable or you're feeling stressed or you're feeling a sense of anxiety, mm-hmm. the first thing I always do is drink water.
2: And migraines. People who get migraines don't realize some of, not everyone, but yeah. that, that chances are it's a dehydration problem mm-hmm. and it doesn't take a lot to become dehydrated. So, right. you know, so that's, that's just like a point to remember and that's something we all can do. And for people who are
0: uh, menopausal mm-hmm. or postmenopausal or whatever we are and, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, perhaps on medicines that short term, you know, short term medicines, it's incredibly important to keep to keep drinking water. Oh, yeah. So you have to combat the, you know, I'm on a, uh, an antibiotic still for hot tub folliculitis. Um, it, it's, <laughs> what is it called? Hot tub, tub folliculitis. D-R-I-S?
2: It's
0: a bacterial yeah. skin infection okay. from a hot tub. Wow. Um, but um, we had two weeks. Yeah. Oh, man. So sad. But, You're um, but I just, you know, th- it tells you just on the medicine package to drink water. But I have just been so thirsty and flushed from the medicine mm-hmm. that, you know, I have to drink twice as much. So that's just something to think about. You know, for for anybody who's caring for or you know has been through what we have all been through and are yeah. going
1: through, that's the point like I'm caring for, and clearly if someone like myself that's going through chemo, but not for the next four weeks, Yay! Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh you that is you have to have so much fluid. They, you know, you already have... And in recovery. <laughs> Excuse me. And in recovery. And you are dehydrated and they will get you know, hang a saline bag for you every time because they need to bolster that. So
2: you know what they say is that um, so rather than people don't realize how, how dehydrating coffee and alcohol can be. Mm-hmm. And so if you're drinking, if you're a big coffee drinker, I know people who'll drink it all day long, which right. I don't know sleep but that's okay um (laughs) that's good for them is that you should really make sure that you're aware of how much water and 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 really put that glass of water right next to your coffee i do
1: like Mm -hmm. that you didn't tell those people that they have to skip their coffee right because coffee drinkers are and i'm a coffee drinker but you know but so don't you don't have to take it out but make sure you work on hydration and
2: I will do you know yeah so something simple like as you know here's a simple change right it's just if you put if you have coffee in one hand make sure you always have a glass of water in the other put your coffee down put your water down because if it's in front of you chances are you're going to drink it Mm -hmm. right even if it's in between for some people who are already used to drinking water but want to increase their water intake Get a water bottle that has, you know, 64 ounce line, the the lines in it. So you know exactly how much you're drinking Mm -hmm. And, and you can, you know, if every week you do a little more than you did the week before, you're good to go. I
1: have that 32 ounce bottle and, you know, and I can just count those.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, that's easy to do. Yeah. She's talking about those motivating water bottles that I have one sometimes are uh, sometimes really funny. Yeah. Yeah. You're doing great. Almost <laughs> there. <laughs> I, know. I
2: know. I always ask people, there's no downside to, to, to adding more water, except yeah. you'll spend more time in the bathroom, but that's actually a good thing. Yes. <laughs> so um, another another thing to, to look at are, you know, tree nuts and seeds. Chia seeds, hemp heart seeds, flax seeds—great for menopause, by the way. Chia Mm -hmm. seeds, chia seeds, chia seeds too. And (laughs) and um, you know, again, you can throw them into any smoothie that you make. Throw them on a salad. Look for ways to just get these extra nutrients. And have some floss nearby. And have some floss nearby. (laughs) Um, According to this, it says there's a study that notes that eating a minimum of two ounces of tree nuts can half the risk of colon cancer reoccurrence for individuals in stage three treatment. And again, this is not me saying this, I'm reading it from, this is the Dana-Farber Cancer Institute of Boston is where the resource came from. Um, Also tree nut consumption. So you know, we're talking almonds, almonds pe- pecans. Mm-hmm. You know, etc. Walnuts. Um, I believe walnuts, pe- uh, peanuts, peanuts are grown in
0: the ground. I, I think peanuts ground. are in the ground. Yeah. Okay.
2: So it says tree nut consumption can also reduce risk of death following treatment by fifty three percent. Again, that's huge, I, remarkable, I, remarkable. And yeah. so, you know, you talk about the power of food, right? Simply by increasing the awareness for what we're eating, can can el- actually reduce and perhaps eliminate diabetes, pre-diabetes, mm-hmm. obesity, medication needs for high blood pressure as long as it's not genetic, high cholesterol. These are all things yeah. um, that and, and even issues with anxiety and depression mm-hmm. can be better supported through nutrition. It's like you don't need all the pharmaceuticals if you're really getting a lot of your vitamins and nutrients, your macro and micronutrients from the food that you're eating. Mm-hmm. I and mean, I think a lot of people
1: are discovering that and I this is a whole different subject, but like there's a lot of mistrust in like FDA and and what Foods are served to us as things come about. Oh, this was what we ate 30 years ago, and now they're discovering it had too much of something, and it was over the level of appropriate consumption, and it's a petroleum byproduct, and it's like these things that we've been eating for years that are not serving us. So just moving towards whole foods is exactly. a huge just...
2: just if, if, oh, don't overthink it. Just right start including it you asked a great question like what is the one overarching theme and it would be reduce to eliminate so not you're not going to start with eliminating but everyone should go through their pantry and just start if it's not a whole food you know beans that are canned are okay Mm -hmm. okay now i i would only choose with bpa you know free cans etc but Eat beans. They're a great source of protein and fiber. They're very filling. If you heard they make hummus from chickpeas, canned beans all right. the time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and if you watched the Blue Zone on a, a Netflix documentary, Ooh, I it's, loved it. One of the things that they found contributed to longevity in people all over in these different areas. Yeah, from, with their consumption of beans. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's pretty amazing. Um, the JAMA Oncology uh, document published research, it says, suggesting that a diet high in sources of fiber may improve survival rates for patients with stage one colorectal cancer. Again, I'm not here to debate, is that true? Is that not true? People who are, have far more experience and you know intelligence yeah. have done the research I am just saying that I find it amazing that simply, again, increasing your nutrient density, really Mm -hmm. paying attention to the choices you're making of what you choose to go through your mouth, Mm -hmm. right, can have such a positive effect or a negative effect Mm -hmm. on one's health. And Mm -hmm. that's exciting because it puts, you know, it's all your choice. It's and I'm a, all you. I'm going to make a
1: point on this because like earlier, like maybe in the first episode, but one of the things, and people always want to know like, well, what we were feeling and what happened and how did we discover we had cancer. And my thing is, it's because I live a healthy lifestyle and I choose to eat well, and I have for a very long time. You know, things are a little different right now, but... Um, I knew something was wrong. And most people don't know what truly feeling good is and how you can feel. You're, you just don't even know what you don't know. How good you can feel when you're eating that way, when you're eating whole foods that nourish you versus boxed macaroni and cheese. I mean, and boxed macaroni and cheese has its place. I, haven't given, <laughs> I have not given it up. But, but in general, if you're overall eating that way, it's easier to, scu- to discover something in your body that isn't right. I think that
2: is such an important, I I love that statement, because most people kind of walk around in this food fog, Mm -hmm. right? And they just accept, this is, you know, how I feel, because this is always how I felt. And they, you know, that's life. That's my life. And then they change one thing. So instead of box macaroni and cheese, next time, buy some cheddar or whatever combination cheeses you love. yeah. Grate it and do that with the, in the noodles instead, yes. right? Yeah. Just something simple like that, it's still a great flavor. And you
1: don't feel as shitty
2: afterwards. And, and you, that's what I don't
1: think. And that's what people, yes. let's, if we can leave, and I, I, this is my point, obviously, we can all have points, but like if, if I can leave somebody with that, it is that make yourself feel better. You're obviously working towards prevention, but if something should happen like it did for us, we were aware when things were going wrong because we felt good.
2: And because you both have such a strong level of awareness of your body, how it should feel, how it has felt, yeah. that you were able to go, hey, something, this is, this is not good. Mm-hmm. And um, to your credit, because, yeah, because um, obviously that, that led to this discovery earlier than it may have. Yeah, exactly. And that's significant. Mm -hmm. You know, we talked, we touched Mm -hmm. a little bit upon sugar last time. All I'm going to say is that we're talking refined white sugar. Mm -hmm. And that to me should have a skull and crossbones on it. We went into that last time. I'm Mm -hmm. happy to go into it. And I think
1: next time we chat, because we have more to chat, so much more to chat about, that sugar conversation is something that we sh- that will be in part two of this mm-hmm. excellent for sure
0: yeah. i think a good place to finish is to, to kind of review to kind of go back and highlight yeah so water mm-hmm. <laughs> right and we want to think about those whole grains we talked about farro and barley mm-hmm. and, and quinoa. quinoa right there's also um, millet and i've never co-
2: some right. of these things, things i've never cooked Right.
0: quinoa i've cooked like I mentioned, I've got the, the red lentils. I have black beans and chickpeas in my, those are sort of staples in my-
2: I make a wonderful bread with buckwheat and millet. There's no oil, no sugar. It is dense. It's wow. fabulous. you're gonna have to share that recipe. I will yeah. make some for you and bring okay. it over next. delightful. Yeah.
0: Um, and, and I really liked what you said because it's a simple, about the plate. Switching to the smaller plate, and half of your plate, it needs to be vegetables. Non-starchy
2: vegetables. Non-starchy vegetables. That doesn't mean you can never have a white or or a sweet potato, right? Mm-hmm. right. But have that included with non-starchy vegetables. Right. Right. Very good point. So I have I have a few tips. Great. Okay. okay. Number one, eat the rainbow. Yes. Okay. Be thoughtful about the kind of sugar that you're using. If it's refined white sugar, pass. If it's honey, maple syrup. Again, date syrup came from Mother Earth. Good to go. Um, of course, you want to watch the amounts. Mm-hmm. Eat fiber. Fiber sources are vegetables. Fiber sources are the grains that we're talking about. Nuts. No, just eat fiber. Nuts, Beans. Yes, beans. Um, go easy on salt and avoid as best as possible, any cured meat that has a ton of sodium so much. and a lot of preservatives and nitrates to preserve. So, mm-hmm. and deli meats are it included. sounds like a hot flash to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, you know, consider the oils that you're using. Ideally, we want oils higher in omega-3s, which are olive, avocado, Olive oil, avocado oil, or coconut oil. Mm-hmm. Anything other than those threes are going to enhance inflammation. Which we don't want to do. Exactly. It, it has the propensity to. So, again, just some awesome. some things to just initially to keep in the back of your mind. Yeah.
1: Thank you for that. And I think as some people might have been like che- like checking themselves, oh, I do that. Oh, I get, I get a star for that. Okay, I can change that. I mean, it's just good things that you can use to kind of evaluate what you're doing and what can you do to up-level your next
2: meal. Right. One of the things that I love to do, and it would be interesting to see if we could even do this as a, as a uh, podcast, but mm-hmm. I love to teach people how to uncomplicate the kitchen, and if you give me 45 minutes, I'm tell you how you can meal prep for an entire week. Holy moly! Yeah. Well, that we'll
1: add that to part two.
2: <laughs> that that would be incredible. yes, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. 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 it's all about opening your refrigerator and having healthy, what I call grabables—things that are made for you there yes. in your face, mm-hmm. so that you have no reason to go for the other foods because it's already there. Yeah. So we'll we can always talk about that. Right. That good. was
1: awesome. Thank you. <laughs> no, this is great. We um, just dipped our toe
0: in it, but such great information, and you did bring along. Some excellent resources that we'll share. Yeah, we're going
1: to post these.
2: These are my favorite cooking books, but specifically for improving one's health and for reducing inflammation. So thank you for posting it. Yeah. And And we'll talk soon. Until next time. Can I join you in the goodbye? Absolutely. So thanks for listening. Until next time.
1: Bye. Bye. (laughs) I love
2: that. Okay. Anyone interested? Have you been curious about what a health coach can do for you? Um, If you'd like, I'm happy to meet with anyone for an initial consultation. There is no charge, of course. Um, So just get in touch with me by going to www.awake-within.com. And I look forward to the opportunity of meeting you.